0: And welcome to worship on this, the fifth Sunday in our Lenten journey. It has been a mostly stay-at-home journey this year, but that is all about to change. And the move back to in-person worship will begin on the Sunday that changed the world. Yes, on Easter Sunday, we will worship in the parking lot at 8 and 1030. And we hope you'll join us there. You can even wear your pajamas if you like and then sometime in April we'll open our doors for in-person worship here in the sanctuary after a 13-month exile we'll be gathering in person again 13 months is a long time but thanks to you we have continued to be the church together even in the midst of a pandemic this week we wrote some checks We wrote a check for $8,000 to gifts from the Heart Food Bank in Coopville. $8,000 to help our neighbors. And we wrote a check for $15,000 to Good Cheer Food Bank. In addition to that, we wrote a check for $8,000 to the ELCA World Hunger Appeal. Yes, Jesus said... If you love me, you will feed my sheep. And thanks to the cooperative work of the church council and the endowment committee and generous donors like you, we have continued to have a great impact on our community as we have offered a helping hand to our most vulnerable, and we have literally saved lives and communities of poverty across the world blessed to be a blessing indeed. Yes, it is good that we are here. Now inside the sanctuary, the table is set for Holy Communion, and God has promised to meet us there in the bread, in the wine, in the word, in the singing. Confident in that promise, we worship now in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our opening hymn is Gather Us In. I'm going to invite you in. I'll light the candles, and I will see you Inside.
1: Here in this place the new light is streaming Now is the darkness vanished away See in this space our fears and our dreamings Brought here to you in the light of this day gather us in the lost and forsaken gather us in the blind and the lame call to us now and we shall awaken we shall arise at the sound of our name we are the young our lives are a mystery we are the old who yearn for your face. We have been sung throughout all of history, called to be light to the whole human race. Gather us in the rich and the haughty, gather us in the proud and the strong. Give us a heart so meek and so lowly, give us the courage to enter the song. Here we will take the wine and the water, here we will take the bread of new birth. Here you shall call your sons and your daughters, call us anew to be salt for the earth. Give us to drink the wine of compassion, Give us to eat the bread that is you, Nourish us well and teach us to fashion, Lives that are holy and hearts that are true. Not in the dark of buildings confining, Not in them heaven light years away, here in this place, the new light is shining. Now is the kingdom and now is the day. Gather us in and hold us forever. Gather us in and make us your own. Gather us in, all peoples together. Fire of love in our flesh
0: and our bone. Day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you know our every step, every step of our journey, every detour, every regret, every joy, every sorrow. Be with us now and give us your peace that we may go forth from this place to change the world for good. We pray in the name of the one who took on human flesh and blood. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. George and Carol Fisher live just up the road along the waters of Lagoon Point. George serves on our church council, but today he is bringing his radio voice to us as he shares with us Psalm 51. George, over to you.
2: The lesson is from Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Thanks, George, and our love to Carol. Carol's now going to sing a song for us that was inspired by Psalm 51.
1: Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your free spirit. me not away from your presence and take not your holy spirit from me restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit
0: The title for this morning's sermon is, It Sucks to be Mortal. Now, as you know, I'm married to a preschool director and teacher, and she thought that that language was, well, let's just say, less than profound and maybe not helpful. So taking her advice, I've changed the title of the sermon to, It Sucks to be Human. That's who we are. Humans. That's what we are. Created in the image of God, we have limited free will. We have the capacity for great good and the capacity for unspeakable evil. It sucks to be human, but that is the role we were created for. That is our place in the universe. One of the greatest minds of the 20th century. Albert Einstein said this, Two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the universe. To be human. To be human, created in the image of God. Psalm 90, verse 10 says, The days of our life are 70 years, or perhaps 80 if we are strong, Even then, our span is only toil and trouble. We are soon gone, and we fly away. I was sitting with an old man this past week. I don't think you'd be offended by being called an old man. He was very aware that the final pages of his life story were being written as we spoke, and he was rather philosophical about it. He said, I'm trying to keep busy until my time runs out. Then he told me that Beethoven was bedridden for some months before his death at the age of 56. The old man looked at me then with a tear in his eye and he said, it was joyful. His last composition as he was dying was joyful. Next week is Palm Sunday. That means that the time is running out for Jesus. The shadow of the cross is before him. Father Time was following Jesus around with a sickle in hand. By the 12th chapter of the Gospel of John, the 33-year-old from Nazareth had offended too many powerful people. He had offended the religious order, and he was a threat. And those who threatened the status quo are usually not tolerated for long. His reputation as a miracle worker and teacher would not protect him. And in the same light, whatever status we have been given in this life or achieved will not protect us from being human. The great American singer and entertainer Karen Carpenter said, people never think of entertainers as being human. When you walk out on the stage, the audience thinks nothing could go wrong for them. We get sick and we have headaches just like they do. When we are cut, we bleed. Karen Carpenter was dead at the age of 32. It sucks being human. Jesus was human. Born of his mother, Mary. He was fully human. Emmanuel, God with us. He was fully human. Tested, tempted, brokenhearted at the death of his friend Lazarus. He cried, holding his mother as Joseph, his father, was buried in Nazareth. Jesus was fully human. And some days were wonderful, exhilarating. Human kindness, tenderness, and compassion is a beautiful thing. Jesus laughed. He celebrated with his friends. He drank wine with them and sang songs. He was fully human. He was like us. He is like us. And when he was cut, he bled. Jesus was in Jerusalem for the final time now. He had come for the festival of Passover. Soon he would be betrayed by his friends. Soon one of the twelve would be dead. Hopes and dreams were about to be shattered. As we enter the story, dark clouds are on the horizon. We're told in the text of some pilgrims. Some pilgrims from Greece come looking for the great rabbi Jesus. And what followed was his final public teaching. Jesus spoke in riddles. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Now that sounded like really good news for his disciples, right? Well, not so fast. Jesus continued, saying, Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Okay, a little, a little farm metaphor there, maybe. Uh, not sure that really sounds very good there. there. There goes Jesus, talking about death again. Jesus says, listen to what I'm saying. Those who love their life will lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. The disciples are hearing this final teaching and they try to redirect the conversation. We're ready to follow you, Jesus. You know that. We've been following you for three years. But now let's just leave this talk of death behind us and get back to that part about glory. Remember, Jesus, you said it was time. The hour had come for you to be glorified, and we are your followers, so that means good news for us. We're going to stay close to you, Jesus. It was quiet. Jesus loved his disciples. Jesus loved fishing with them, telling stories, teasing Peter, eating with them. He was human, fully human. The thought of death by torture was terrifying to Jesus. The carnage that would follow for those he loved most in this world was almost more than he could bear. And then the words he spoke next. The words he spoke next cut to the heart of our humanity. He said, now my soul is Troubled. Troubled souls. Troubled hearts. Heavy burdens. In every human story, there are moments when our spirits are deeply troubled. The words that Jesus spoke cut to the heart of our shared humanity. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrows. Nobody knows but Jesus. This this is our confession. This is our comfort. This is our hope. Our God is not far off and distant. Our God is not detached and unfeeling. No, Jesus was human. Jesus is human. Jesus gets it. His heart was troubled. He was weighed down with the worries of the world. And just a few days later, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he would pray so fervently that tears of blood would roll down his very human cheeks. You see, he wanted to live. He wanted to live. He wanted to laugh and love and work joyously with his friends. He wanted to live. But he was ready to die. He was ready to lay down his life if necessary. And like Beethoven, his last composition in the face of death was gospel good news. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Emmanuel, God with us in the flesh. And the decaying flesh cries out, my heart is troubled. Jesus was human, about to be betrayed by those who had promised to be true to him. He cried out, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Jesus is human. And he looks at, out at a weary world. Where nations turn on nations and ethnic cleansing is still in the headlines, and the poor are ignored, and the hungry lack daily bread. And Jesus cries out from his humanity nobody knows the trouble I've seen, nobody knows the sorrows. Jesus is human. And he looks out at the brokenness of your family and mine, the lost children and the lonely aged, and Jesus weeps. Now I'm going to pause for a moment. We're going to listen to a song recorded nearly 60 years ago by the great Louis Armstrong. Nobody
3: knows the trouble I've seen Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Glory, hallelujah. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Wo oh, yes, love, sometimes I'm almost to the ground, Woo oh, yes, love, oh nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus, nobody knows the trouble I've seen, glory have lived.
0: That great spiritual is honest, but it is also hope-filled. It is not Pollyanna-ish in any way. The world is not viewed with rose-colored glasses. rather it is an accurate reflection of the common human condition, the experience we all have from time to time. But in the midst of that human brokenness we find hope and promise. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrows. Nobody, but nobody, ain't everybody. For Jesus knows. Jesus knows what it's like to have a troubled soul, a heavy heart, the weight of the world on his shoulders. On this fifth Sunday of Lent, As we journey toward the cross in a sermon titled, It Sucks to be Human, there are two points to consider. The first is that Jesus gets it. That means that your current life circumstance will not put you outside of the grace of God. Jesus gets it. Jesus knows that life is hard, and we make mistakes, and sometimes we suffer as a result of our own stupidity, and sometimes we suffer from the stupidity of those around us, and sometimes we just suffer for no apparent reason at all. But Jesus gets it. There were no words of shame on Easter morning for the disciples who had left him alone to face the cross, those who had betrayed him and fled into the night. They were not met with words of shame. No, they were met with words of grace. Do not be afraid. You see, Jesus gets it. And Jesus is in your corner, on your side, when no one else seems to be. Jesus gets it. Because Jesus is human. And the second and final point. It's time that we get it too. It's time that we get it through our heads. And be kind to everyone. Knowing that everyone you meet is a human, and it sucks to be human, knowing that everyone you meet is carrying a heavy burden. Everyone at Payless, yes. Everyone at the post office. Everyone driving down Highway 525. Everyone getting on the ferry. The customer service agent on the phone with you. The teacher risking their lives in a pandemic to teach your children. The person you sleep with. The children down the hall the neighbor who is cranky all the time, the vaccine distributors, the very young and the very old, what do they all have in common? They are human. And it sucks to be human. It's hard always. You see, we share this common human experience. Fear, loneliness, anxiety, brokenness, heavy hearts. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrows. Jesus knows. Jesus knows intimately. And for the rest of us, it should be enough just to know that we're somehow all in the same boat of humanity together. And in that recognition, perhaps we could be a little more patient. Perhaps we could be a little more compassionate. Perhaps we could be a little kinder to others. Perhaps being human would not suck quite so much if we would take better care of each other. Can we find more compassion for poor humans who share the journey with us? When you're weary, feeling small, When tears are in your eyes, I'll dry them all. I'm on your side when times are rough and friends just can't be found. May we be like a bridge over troubled waters to each other that our troubled souls might find comfort and peace and rest as we journey together. The gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: When you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I will dry them. times get rough and friends just can't For you, I'll take your part. Oh, when darkness. Your dreams are on their way. See how.
0: Thank you, Carl. We lift our hearts now to God as the Simmons family is going to lead us in this time of prayer. Each petition will end. God, in your mercy and our response, hear our prayer. Let us pray.
4: Let us pray. O loving God, you have written on our hearts, granted us pardon, and still we look away, toward earthly wants. Let us see and hear again, through the faith we have and the faith we want, that we might grow into the full fruits of eternal life in Christ. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
5: O loving God, create clean hearts, renew right spirits, and awaken your written law within the hearts of all political leaders on this planet, so that their actions will restore, restore all people to their rightful justice, mercy, and peace. We pray especially for Myanmar, Syria, Palestine, Yemen, and the places we each hold in our hearts.
4: God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O loving God, calm the fears and pain of all who are afflicted by illness, turmoil, or doubt, and refresh the energy of all who give them care. We know you see those who have suffered from this virus. Let them know the joy of your saving help, that they may return to vibrant life within the community. God, in your mercy, Hear our prayer.
5: O loving God, we pause in this moment to offer you our heartfelt thanksgivings for those who cut firewood, for those who bake cookies, for those who drive others to appointments, for those who hold pastoral duties in our midst, for those who teach, for those who tell good jokes, for those who send notes of encouragement, for those who share their hopes with others, and for all good things, we speak now in our hearts and our homes. God, in your mercy,
4: hear our prayer. God, we know you forgive us and remember our sins no more. Hear all of our prayers this day. We trust them to you through the compassionate heart of Jesus. In peace we pray. Amen.
0: The peace of the Lord be with you. Please share a sign of peace and greeting now with someone close by or someone far away. Share that peace today.
5: Peace be with
3: you.
0: Peace be with
5: you.
3: you. We're one day closer.
0: A few announcements this morning. Uh, you know that Easter is just around the corner. Services at 8 and 10.30 in the parking lot. We'll send you lots more information about that. You'll also be able to watch it online at home as we will be recording a service as we usually have during the pandemic. Easter on April 4th. There was a baptism also this this past week. Little Wiley Beatrice Joy Thurman was baptized in a beautiful service here in the sanctuary, and the baptismal gown that she was wearing was more than 125 years old. We celebrate uh, with the Thurman and Mellish family this morning. A word now from Deacon Amy, our Director of Christian Education. She's going to come forward and say a few words.
5: Thank you, Pastor Jim. A lot of great things happening at Trinity, even when we are apart. Adult education meets on Zoom at 9.30 every Sunday morning. This week, Pastor Dennis begins a two-week series on Holy Week and the events that led to the cross. Our confirmation students will meet on Zoom at 11 o'clock this morning, and next week, Sunday school will meet at the same time. Every Tuesday afternoon, our middle school youth group meets at 4 o'clock. This week, we get to gather in person around our brand new fire pit in the Trinity Courtyard. Next week, we'll be back on Zoom, alternating weeks between in person and online. If you would like to be on the email list for any of these Zoom events, contact us in the church office. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Deacon Amy, and thank you all for your support. Now, if you've not yet had a chance to set up your home altar, we'd encourage you to do that. You'll need some bread and wine, some crackers and juice, something, common elements uh, in the hands of an all-loving God come to us as the means of grace. Set that up. You might want a Bible or a candle there as well, as we're going to move now to the celebration of Holy Communion. We now gather around a table that welcomed our parents and grandparents, a table that will welcome Christians of a variety of colors and denominations this day. This is the table of the Lord. Jesus is the one and only host. Jesus does the inviting. We simply work here. And so as we remember this night, we remember a night of grand celebration. It was a Passover meal. It was a Thursday night in an upper room in Jerusalem. And on that night, Jesus took the bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup and he gave thanks. He said, Drink all of you. This is my blood shed for you the new covenant for the forgiveness of sins. I will remember your sins no more. As often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, remember the promises joyfully as you share in the meal of our Lord. Confident in those promises now, let us pray together as Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, These are the gifts of God for you, the children of God. All are welcome. Please come. The body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you now and always in God's grace. Amen. Thank you to the Neverman Bell Trio and Sheila and Carl for that beautiful piece during communion. And now receive the benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our sending Him, feel free to sing along with Carl, I'll Fly Away.
1: Some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. To a home on God's celestial shore, I'll fly away, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away, when I die, hallelujah, by and by. When I die, hallelujah.